All right. Um, hi, I'm Emily Bautista, and welcome to my podcast. So I'm joined here today with my lovely father, Peter Bautista. So how are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So the reason you're here today is because I'm going to be watching the play Raisin in the Sun in my English class this year. Um, you, uh-huh. I'm assuming you've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. I have. Okay. Um, so this interview is meant to dive into the topics that will be covered in the play. So I've given you a list of questions beforehand, so you had time to think about your responses because there's kind of a lot to say. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty deep. So um, getting into the first question, how are you pursuing the meaning of life? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good first question. Um, you know, when I had a chance to think about it a little bit, um, I think it boils down to the meaning where the, the places in my life where I find meaning are the places where I feel like I can contribute. Mm-hmm. So when I can make an active contribution to, to somewhere or something. Yeah. So either if it's, you know, my active contributions at my workplace, my active contributions on my family, my community, uh, whatever it may be, just being mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, I am part of that community and that I can help do things to help that community or that place or that family succeed um, is where I find uh, a great deal of satisfaction because mm-hmm. it, it feels like uh, the, the things that I do help influence like positive outcomes to those places. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good example. Do you have like any specific... I mean, you know, uh, you know this, but you, uh, your your listeners probably don't. Is I work for for PlayStation, yeah, and I, I was helped uh, contribute to the launch of the PlayStation Five, and it was an effort that you know I worked on for almost three years, and yeah. so being able to help design and build something that millions of people across the world are utilizing Mm -hmm. and i worked very hard on it for three years it Mm -hmm. is very satisfying yeah and you have those like plaques up in your office or whatever that's pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool i mean i get the awards and the plaques and the the little things and gifts from playstation but you know i think it's the work and just feeling the yeah feeling like the i can point to something and say i did that is a very nice thing Mm -hmm. i think for me Personally, I'm still really young, so I can't really pinpoint a certain thing, like a big achievement in my life yet. Um, I think it's, it's such a heavy question. And to be honest, right now, I don't really know what the meaning in my life is because <clears throat> um, I have a very vague understanding of like what I want to do. Because I know I want to go to college, but like I don't really know what comes after that. I don't know what direction I'm going in. And so right now, I think because I'm so young, I think it's a really important time for self-discovery to find out what interests me. So maybe like you were saying, I can find something that I want to pursue. And then through that, I'll find meaning in my life. But. Yeah. I mean, and also, I, I think that you need to have a mix between like big picture type things and Mm -hmm. big goals, but there's also opportunities to find meaning in the smaller things, right? That's true. Um, So, uh, you know, the things that we do together as a family and the ways I can contribute there, I I get satisfaction out of, right? You know, you know that I'm like the cook in the family, right? And it's a simple thing, but I enjoy making Sunday night dinners together, Mm -hmm. right? You know, planning that meal out, us having to sit around the table at least for for one night during the week where we can all just calmly sit together, have a meal, catch up and and talk is something I look forward to and it's a nice tradition that we have. Yeah. But it doesn't always have to be the big you know, big, big, big B things. It's, you know, even the small things you can find meaning. Yeah. I think that sort of ties into the next question because I feel, I feel like I find a lot of happiness in my life through my family. So going into our next question, how are you pursuing happiness in your life? Uh, yeah. You know, 
This is a good question too. And the way I thought about it was it, it really depended upon where I was in a particular stage in my life. Okay. Right? So, you know, where I am today is different than where I was when I was your age, where, when I was in college and my, starting off early in my career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, in terms of finding that, you know, um, happiness early on, it, it was really that journey of discovery that you talked about, right? So yeah. uh, when I was your age, I found happiness in the trying of new things and thinking about the future and college and the possibilities that opens up and the freedom that affords. Yeah. How about now? Like what gives you happiness now? Now, I mean, I think now it's really more around experiences, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I passed a stage where I find a lot of happiness in material goods. I, I mean, those are nice, but I don't think those are lasting things. Mm-hmm. So uh, things like your family, like the people around you, yeah, like your mean, connections, yeah, the traveling that, or something. Yeah, yeah. Those are... It's more around experiential things, right? Yeah. It's the experiences and being able to like do something with friends and family and having that shared experience. Either it's, you know, traveling somewhere together into a new country or trying a new restaurant or going to um, a movie together, those sorts of things and, and those get-togethers are the ones that stick in my mind more now yeah. and, and not so much the uh, accumulation of material things, but it's really the accumulation of those memories and experiences. Yeah, I, I know still for me going on that Paris trip like six years ago or something, it's still like a really big part of my life. Like it's just a really great memory. I don't know, that that's for me or whatever, like those experiences that we have as a family, like being able to travel, those give me a lot of happiness in my life too. Um, I also was saying like finding time for things that interest me. I don't know. That's how I kind of just like find little things in life that make me happy. Like um, in middle school, for example, I used to bullet journal a lot. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I did that all the time. I have like three bullet journals just filled with like doodles and calendars. And I would spend hours just sitting down like while watching TV, like making little drawings, my bullet journal and all that stuff. It's just, it, it was an outlet for me to like sort of relax when I was stressed and like finding things that make me happy mm-hmm. and just finding time for that is just what brings me happiness in my life. Yeah. And for now, it's silly things like watching Minecraft videos or playing yeah. Minecraft. But you know, it's just like little things like that. I don't know. It just yeah. helps me de-stress and just be happy. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be big things, right? I, yeah. I It's those little things that, you know, I, I kind of treasure. Yeah. But I can agree with you, like the whole experience thing. Like I love traveling, especially with our family. I feel like I find it, I'm very grateful that we have, are able to like have those experiences together. Me too. And go travel the world. I think it's really cool. Me too. Oh, yeah. And then speaking about like, you know, you're talking about materialistic goods that kind of ties into our other question or our very last one, which is how does money complicate that? So like, how does money complicate pursuing happiness or meaning in your life? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, I think my my personal thinking around that is money is important to a certain degree. Yeah. Right. You you need money um, to afford the basics in life. Mm-hmm. Right. The food on the table, house over your head, yeah, and um, clothes on your back. I remember you telling me something like once you reach like a certain median amount of money in your house yeah. or something, then after that, money doesn't really make a big difference to someone's happiness. Yeah. Because yeah. I know there's this thing where like money doesn't buy you happiness to a certain extent. Yeah. Like if you're super poor, then like if you get some food, you're going to be happy. But then after a certain like point, it doesn't really bring that much more to yeah. it. Yeah. The, the theory that you're describing is, the, is called the, the point of diminishing returns. Yeah. 
So after a certain point, the the amount of happiness you get for every increase in your salary um, goes down, mm-hmm. right? And and so that that kind of ties back into the previous question around where I'm finding my happiness now. Yeah. Where you know now that we have enough to meet our essential needs, you know, just getting more money so I can buy more stuff isn't really something you know I'm really like actively working towards. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really more around, um, you know, finding the time to spend to do things together. Mm-hmm. And so money can help do that. But it's not the, the fact that I'm accumulating more money or spending more money uh, that makes you know it important for me. Yeah. So you don't really think your money is like complicating your happiness at all? Like the way you're. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think maybe uh, when I was younger, I, when I was especially when I first started my career, I was very focused on trying to like, you know, move up the corporate ladder, get that promotion, mm-hmm. get that salary increase because I want to buy a new car and I want to yeah. buy a house and. All right, I did that and it's fine, but you know, in, in retrospect, you know, maybe it was part of the journey that I needed to go through, but it's mm-hmm. not something that I'm particularly focused on today. Yeah. For me, I'm still a kid, so I don't really handle <laughs> money that often. Nope. So a lot of my happiness doesn't come through. I mean, I guess a lot of my happiness, not a lot of it, but some of it does come through like little materialistic things. Like if I get, get to go shopping, for example, I'll be really happy. Yeah. And then, you know, it's still like buying stuff and using money to spend that. But I think like, as I was saying earlier, up to a certain point, it doesn't really provide anything more. Yeah. It needs to be like the people around you and like the connections and experiences. Those are what really can bring someone happiness. Yeah. But I don't think some people get caught up in the materialistic side of things. Like if you win the lottery, for example, oh, there's an example. There's like this thing that you were telling me a little while ago. I can't remember it now. What was it? Um, something about like when people win the lottery, they like get really greedy and they don't want to share it. And they, what, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm not sure if you're referring to the fact that, you know, when people hit a certain, uh, level of income or, or wealth, oftentimes they forget the struggles of other people around them. Yeah. And they try and like hold on to that and don't understand necessarily the, the things that people go through and the, the worries and the, mm-hmm. the problems that people who have to live more paycheck to paycheck have to go through. So yeah. that lack of empathy sometimes comes up in, in those situations because they don't see it. They don't feel it. Um, and they feel like, oh, why can't everyone else do what I'm doing? It's a lot of it is it's hard you know, to like put yourself in other people's shoes sometimes exactly. so they can't really like, picture themselves in that situation yeah. so it becomes it becomes more difficult to become empathetic uh to other people's problems when you know you're mm-hmm. surrounded and insulated from a lot of that so how do you think like people can try tackling that problem like if they are like on like the very top of the you know economic ladder or whatever how do you think they can show more empathy towards those that don't have that i mean i think what you can really do is try and break out of kind of the, the same social circle you're running in right mm-hmm. trying to expand your horizons trying to get out of your comfort zone trying to do uh, something um, that is not just, you know, what you normally do. Yeah. By exposing yourself to new environments and, and to new peoples, um, you can really start seeing uh, the diversity of experiences all those people uh, are going through. Yeah, that was really well put. Um, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up our podcast? Because I think you answered all my questions and very well, and I think we had a very good conversation about 
you know, the meaning of life and happiness <laughs> and all these like really deep things that we never get to talk about. But I was glad we were able to discuss that. Today. Yeah, me too. I, I'm glad we had the ch- chance to talk about this. I mean, it's not something we normally just sit around and talk. about. <laughs> no, I feel like if it wasn't for this project, we wouldn't just like sit down and have like a 10 minute conversation about the meaning of life or no, whatever. No, I mean, but I don't know. This was very eye opening. I yeah. kind of I enjoyed this very much. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad we I'm glad we did it. Yeah, cool. So if there's anything else you want to add, then you should do do it now. But no, if not, I, I'm good. Thanks for giving me a chance to, to talk to you about this. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye.